Welcome to the Sherwood Online Podcast, an online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. Go grab your Bible, a coffee, pen, and paper, and sit back, and let's continue to kindle passion for Jesus together. For more information, you can find us at www.naspei.com. Now let's turn things over to our pastors. Well, good morning, Sherwood family and friends from coast to coast that are coast to coast that are watching this morning. I think I said coast to couch or something. I don't know. But good morning. We're very glad that you're here with us this morning. And we're coming to you all the way from glorious Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. And so um, just glad that you're here with us. And before we get into the episode today, we're going to go through just a couple of things. You know what I like to say. Have you liked our Facebook page yet today? Because if the answer is no, then you should stop what you're doing right now and go like our Facebook page, Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. So that way you get notified when we go live with any content, even if it's pre-recorded, even if it's live, even if it's pictures, whatever, that way you get to know anytime we post. Also, we're on YouTube and you can watch our YouTube repeated version of this at 1 p.m. Now that is a time change from what we used to do. We found that we just need more time on the other end to get everything ready for YouTube. And so that happens now at 1 p.m. So if you know someone that doesn't watch on Facebook and would watch on YouTube, then send them there. Again, Sherwood Church of the Nazarene. And if you enjoy audio, our voices are out there for you to listen to, including this will be out on all the podcast players that you probably use. So make sure that you listen to us there as well. And for any and all information, you can always head on over to our website, www.naspei, that's N-A-Z-P-E-I.com. And you can find out everything else that you would like to know. And you can also contact us through there as well. Lastly, if you have a prayer request or if there's a need that you're aware of, let us know. And if you feel comfortable, you can let us know through the chat. Uh, so that way, those that are that are watching can also pray along with us. Uh, or you can reach out to us again through our website, naspei.com. Pastors, good morning. How are you? Morning. Oh, great. Ready to go. Ready to go. All ready to go. Well, I won't keep you. I have for you an icebreaker. And for those that are watching and listening, please feel free to to put it in chat as well. And let's see what kind of information we can get here. Okay. Are you ready? This comes from a boy that loves, loves potlucks. And what is the staple of a good potluck, pastors? Sandwiches. Yes. Sandwiches. They are a plenty and there are many and of various kinds. And I've tried a lot. I'm sure you have as well. So my question to you is, and to the folks at home and to the home groups that are watching, glad you're with us. Uh, what is your favorite sandwich and why? My favorite sandwich is cucumber with mayonnaise. And it's an uh, English tradition, afternoon cucumber sandwiches. Really? And I was, that would be my favorite. And then the other favorite one would be cream cheese and cherries. That one always scared me, but okay. <laughs> I never knew what was going on with that one. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's a good one, eh? Yeah, it is good. That, that, that kind of has some of the ingredients of a cheesecake, does it not? Exactly. So you have your dessert with your sandwich. Oh, my word. I've been missing out. Pastor, how about yeah. you? Well, uh, I'm not sure I could uh, narrow things down to one favorite. So I'm going to go with two and then throw in lobster sandwich uh, as number three, because I'll never pass that up. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I'm at a potluck, 
The first thing I do is I look for egg salad sandwiches. Yes, sir. I love a good yep. egg salad sandwich. Uh, I don't know why. I just love it for what it is. Yep. And so that's my uh, that's my go-to to potluck. But if uh, I'm not in that kind of a situation and I have any option at any time, I would put together a summer sausage sandwich uh, with no. mustard and mayonnaise. <laughs> no. Uh, with good pork and beef in that homemade summer sausage. It is uh, in the German, it's schmeckt gut. You know, I just, it's, it's to die for, and I could I could enjoy that all day. Okay, so those die, are my die top is a three. Good, die is a good word. Die oh, is a good right. word. <laughs> you just eat your cherries, and I'll have my <laughs> summer sausage. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do here. Um, <clears throat> well, that's all the time we have today, folks. <laughs> okay, don't forget we want to hear what you've got in chat, so let us know. And uh, uh, okay, so for me, I. I'm an egg salad sandwich man. And when I go to a potluck, I identify those and, and nice, mm -hmm. you know, uh, fluffy, light bread, but with some thick uh, filling mm -hmm. on the inside. I just, I'm, I, and the thing that I found with potlucks for me that has been great is when we had kids, everybody was so like, oh, make sure your kids get in, right? Oh, get, make sure you get for your kids. So you get to the front line now. And you get those sweet egg salad sandwiches that are fresh, not waiting in the back of the line. Uh, so I love egg salad sandwiches. If I had to pick another one, because Pastor, you augmented my uh, my icebreaker again, um, I would next go with probably a good tuna sandwich. I love that. But I cannot wrap my head. You mentioned lobster. I cannot get my head around lobster and mayonnaise. Something something in my brain shuts off and says no. But But that's just me. More for us. That's right. More for you, you guys. Go. Well, there. You want you want you want to share. That's right. We we need to bring our favorite sandwiches to work. We should have a sandwich day instead of a cinnamon roll day. That's right. That's what Good we need. Plan. That sounds healthier. Probably not so yep. much. Well, before uh, we turn things over to the pastor, we're going to uh, just kind of focus in here with our daily declaration. And again, it's just a way of centering ourselves and coming together. And, uh, and so if you, wherever you are right now, if you'd read it with me, it says this. Today, I choose to abide in Christ. I will remain connected to him by engaging in his word, listening to his voice, obeying his commands, and loving one another. My desire is to bear much fruit for his glory. Pastor Dave. All right. I'm, I'm feeling... Uh hungry right away now that we've worked our way through the sandwich part. Yep. But, that was a mistake. Lunch will be coming shortly. So we'll, yes. we'll deal with it then. And again, a warm welcome to all who are watching uh, with us this morning on this Sunday morning, uh, a special shout out today to all our house uh, gatherings, Sherwood at home, Charlottetown, Stratford. Morning. Morrell, Good morning. Uh, Brackley and uh, Scottsford. So uh, all over the place, it's, it's awesome as people are gathering together to, uh, to worship the Lord and to be in community. As we, uh, as we begin our worship time today, I want to uh, share a prayer with you uh, that I believe will help us to set our hearts in, uh, in the Lord's uh, direction here this morning. Let's pray together. Hmm. Lord, today we recall your faithfulness. 
Thank you that you walk with us every day and that you are with us in each moment. Thank you that your promises are true and your goodness never fails us. In this moment, we come to you and we lay our lives before you. May we worship and adore you with every fiber of our being. May everything within us cry, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And so today we join with all those who worship and confess you as Lord from generations past and present and with all the angels that sing in heaven of your greatness and your beauty. Lord, we adore you. Lord, we love you. Lord, you are so precious to us. Amen. Amen. Let's continue as uh, we worship together this morning. The highest king welcome me. I was lost, but he brought me in. Oh, his love for me. Yes, his love for me. Who the sun sets free. Oh, it's free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I. Yes. 
What a beautiful worship song that is this morning. And uh, one more shout out to the uh, folks meeting here in the fellowship hall at the church on uh, on this Sunday morning as well. Hello. So we celebrate everywhere people are gathering together Amen. in the Lord's name uh, on this Sunday morning. We're uh, we're joined this morning uh, by Pastor Nadine. Uh, great to have you, dear, on the on the podcast today. You're looking great. Well, we'll see if you say that when we're done today, right? Well, so far, so good. That's nice. Uh, Bradley, he referees, so uh, we're we're okay. <laughs> yes, we are indeed. One of the one of the things that we've been doing, of course, is our Sunday smorp. Uh, and one of the questions that keeps coming up in terms of uh, exploring, discovering scripture is uh, what does the scripture tell me about the nature and the work of God? And over and over again, we have seen confirmed in his word that God is a speaking God. Mm -hmm. he, uh, he's not silent, but rather he speaks and he communicates and he interacts with our lives on a daily basis. And so this morning, we want to uh, kind of bring out the theme of, of listening to God. And in particular, uh, understanding some of the ways in which God speaks to us. If we are listening, he indeed is communicating. And mm -hmm. so uh, there, there are many ways that, um, that God speaks. In fact, in the book of Job, it says God speaks in different ways. And so there it is, as plain <laughs> as you can get it. Uh, that uh, God is very diverse when it comes to communicating with his people. Yeah. And so uh, just just a list a few this morning for, for our purposes here. Uh, sometimes God speaks in an audible voice. At other times, he may speak in and through angels. Uh, we, we saw that recently on one of our Sunday morning uh, smorps. Hmm. And uh, also he can speak through dreams and visions uh, God also speaks through other people. The preaching and the teaching of the Word of God is a way that God speaks uh, through the prophetic uh, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, uh, and interpretation of tongues. So God, God is is very present, and He communicates, and He will bring His heart and His Word forward if we are listening. Also, and this morning, we want to look at the most common way in which God speaks to us, and that is through the still, small voice. And we're going to be looking at Elijah a little bit later today and his experience with hearing God's voice in this particular way. Hmm. And so I wouldn't suggest that these, uh, this is a, a, an exhaustive list. But it's a, it's a great start to understanding and hearing God in our hearts and in our lives. And, of course, uh, part of what we'll be doing is listening to God in his word uh, this morning. Mm -hmm. But just in terms of conversation today, uh, I'm just going to ask Pastor Bradley, Pastor Nadine, uh, and I'll comment as well. Uh, recall and share a, a quick testimony with us in a way that God spoke uniquely and wonderfully to you. Uh, Pastor Nadine, we'll start with you. Um, I'm going to take you back for a long story about 40 some years ago. Um, my dad was an evangelist at a camp meeting and uh, my mother and I, we were this, doing the music for the camp meeting. 
my mother was a mother and woman of prayer and deep, deep prayer. And uh, so sometimes when she spoke, you really listened because you knew it wasn't just coming from her. So there was one evening uh, we were sitting on a platform and my mother leans over to me and she said, who is that young man beside this other gentleman, John, which is now our brother-in-law. And I said, you know what? Don't want to know. Don't care. Don't want to even talk about it. And so I, she just looked at me and she goes, you had better care because he's more than just a friend. And um, so that was 45 years, 42, 45 years ago. And uh, happened in a couple of hours, couple of days, last weekend at the camp. Dave and I finally met and I uh, decided to go from there. Five years later, we were married. 41 years later, we're sitting here together. <laughs> and that's, that's a great story. It is a good story. My mother, she heard and spoke and I had to listen sometimes. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm on God's side on that one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I've got nothing to top that. Come on. <laughs> Uh, you know, I never thought I was someone that had a lot of dreams and visions, and I, I don't. However, there have been some uh, significant moments in my faith journey where God has spoke to me through dreams and through visions. And uh, uh, very briefly, in terms of the dream, I just I remember one night the Lord showed me, and I can't even begin to describe this, so please bear with me, but I was dealing with what it meant to be a worship a worshiper or worship leader, what is the purpose? Of, I was really in this place of just trying to find out what what am I doing this for and what's the purpose? Uh, am I performing or am I worshiping? And the Lord showed me in a dream his purpose for worship and music. And I've never been the same. I woke up from that and while, uh, you know, I've never been the same since. I've never looked at worship the same since. I definitely don't have it all together, and I couldn't tell you specifically what he said, but I woke up with this sense of I get it, and and then um, I've shared actually with the with the church before here, when Pastor, when you and I went out to the Set Free retreat, and you introduced me to church renewal, and and the Lord did a work in me in dealing with some deep seated anger that I had, and. And, and he set me free from that. But he showed me a vision in the middle of all that of me laying underwater, drowning with chains on my arms, holding me down. And that was this anger. Wow. And, and then all of a sudden, these chains broke and you could see like bubbles coming up. And I came up out of the water and got to stand there and, and the chains of anger were broke and I was set free and I came up out of the water a new creation. And... And then we had our set free retreat here uh, at the church. And as that was happening, you know, I, I was part of the leadership team, but he was still doing a work in me. And as we were going through listening and hearing God, I, I, he showed me, he brought me back to that vision again. And, and he, showed me the, he showed me more of, of me standing out in this water. I can still see it, standing in this clear water with my arms just raised high, free, and worshiping. So there, you know, those are three in my lifetime that I can remember. So it hasn't happened often, but when it has, it's been very significant. How about you, Pastor? 
All right. Um, I, I mentioned uh, right up front that occasionally God speaks in an audible voice. Mm. And it was uh, October of 1986. That's a long time ago. I was in my office one day, um, really discouraged. Um, just not sure about tomorrow, about the future, about leading the church. It was just really confusing and difficult for me. Mm. I had not been here actually even a long time. It just been uh, two and a half years or so. And so I remember praying, I was at my desk and I had my head down on my, on my arms, on my desk. I'm just really crying out to the Lord as to what he wanted for me. And as audibly as God has ever spoken to me in my whole life, he did that day. And here's what he said, David, you stay here and I will build my church. And so what happened in that moment for me, it settled my heart hmm. and allowed me to uh, put down the roots of his presence in this place. And that was, has been a defining moment in my whole ministry. And here now, years later, uh, almost 35 years later, uh, that word still rings in my ear and God is faithful. Mm-hmm. And so I, as audibly as I, and that's the only way I can describe it. Yep. I, I was able to hear his voice at one of the most critical junctures in my life. And I'm thankful for that today. Hmm. And so yeah. as we've just kind of shared a little bit of our story here this morning, uh, maybe uh, as you're listening today on, on the podcast, just uh, write in uh, on the chat line, uh, maybe a way in which mm. God has spoken to you, uh, something that's meaningful and personal. And, and in so doing, you're sharing it not just with us, but others who are, are participating today. Because what you have to say may encourage someone else. So yep. I just want to encourage you yes. to do that this morning. Absolutely. Pastor Bradley, does the Lord speak in announcements? I hope so. <laughs> I do too. That was a great transition, Pastor. <laughs> well, folks, why don't we get right to it? Um, we're glad that you've uh, that you've joined with us this morning on Sherwood Online, the online ministry of the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. Don't forget, on Sunday mornings, you can find us right here, 10 a.m., and then repeated version of this at 1 p.m. on YouTube. Don't forget to like the Facebook page, click share on this post so that the gospel spreads further than just... Uh, where we're at right now, you can you can help spread the gospel just by clicking share and getting it on your own Facebook feed. And if you're on YouTube, don't forget to uh, to click the subscribe button. And if you want to know when we go live, uh, click, click the notification bell as well. So if you're looking to stay connected with what's going on, just quickly we'll go through Mondays and Thursdays, 9.30 a.m. There is a prayer and encouragement ministry with Deb Christie, and the Zoom meeting ID for that is 902-368-8484. And don't forget, as we've mentioned before, there's the Sherwood at Home gatherings. And if you would like to get connected in to one of the home groups that is meeting all over the place, or if you're thinking of 
starting a home group, we do have uh, forms that are on our website for you to, to fill out, to let us know and to indicate that. And if you're interested in joining the fellowship hall group that's meeting downstairs in the church, then you can also uh, sign up online or... Uh, if you could, if, if signing up online isn't an option, call the church office so that we can make arrangements with you to make sure that, that we have leadership there for that. Want to, con- want to just thank you for your continued giving and tithes and offerings and your faithfulness to the Lord as you worship through giving. And there's a few ways that you can do that. There is e-transfer. And the email for that is office at naspei.com. You can give online through your phone, tablet, computer, whatever um, device you're using. Just head to www www.naspei.com and from there click the link give online we do accept debit credit and cash and if you would like to make arrangements to do that we just ask that you would call the church office 902-368-8484 so that we can facilitate that and make arrangements to meet you uh, to receive that If you've been enjoying the SMORP, uh, which we're soon going into, and would like to make it a part of your daily routine, it is available for you. August's SMORP is up on our website, naspei.com, and from there you can click it to your computer, download it. If you want to print it out, put it in your Bible and have it with you every day, uh, you can do that. It is available there for you. And finally, we would ask that you just continue to pray with us. There's never been a greater time for the church to get on their knees and pray uh, as there is right now. Uh, and so just continue to pray for our leaders in government, in healthcare, in the church world, and, and, and beyond. Um, they need our prayers. So let's gather together as the body of Christ and lift up our leaders. And those have been your announcements. All right. Thank you, Pastor Bradley. And just a reminder uh, to be praying for us as we come into the fall season, which is not that far away now. Uh, Time is moving by very, very quickly and really seeking the Lord's direction and help in terms of uh, the next uh, phase of ministry, particularly uh, this fall. So this is a a new venture for all of us. You have been prayerful and patient and supportive, and that's greatly appreciated. But uh, we really do need your prayers as uh, we seek the Lord's heart as to lead the people of God, both here uh, at home and uh, and uh, in other places yep. uh, going forward for the glory of God mm. in terms of making disciples and followers of Jesus. As I have shared uh, in the, uh, the past number of weeks, uh, one of the things that uh, we are working on is increasing our, our online capabilities in terms of live streaming, Uh, and um, getting the message out to people in various ways. And that will require uh, some more equipment that we presently do not have. And if you are able to to make a special gift, just market sound and video equipment, uh, that would be greatly appreciated so that uh, we have many options and many avenues by which we can uh, uh, lead God's people forward in his ways Mm -hmm. and after his heart. Mm -hmm. Our uh, scripture this morning is from 1 Kings chapter 19, beginning to read at verse 9 uh, to uh, verse 18. Now, again, we're going to be using the the SMORP tool, which is scripture, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And the whole point of this tool 
is to have Christ formed in us. It is a disciple-making tool. It is a tool whereby we can hear God's voice. We're going to talk about that, that still small voice, that gentle whisper this morning. And so I want to encourage you to uh, get your pen and your journal, your Bible, refill your coffee, and join us uh, on our discovery time this morning of God's word from 1 Kings chapter 9, 19, beginning to read at verse 9. Pastor Nadine, would you read that for us? It's from the New International Version of the Bible, and it will come up on your screen as well. Pastor Nadine. There he went into a cave and spent the night, and the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are going to kill me too. The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart, shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak around his face and went out and stood at the mountain of the cave. Then the voice said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said to him, go back to the way you came. Go out to the desert of the Damascus, where you get there, anoint Hazel, king over Aram. Also anoint Jehu, son of Nishai, king of Israel. And anoint Elisha, son of Sharaphat, and Abel Maholah, to succeed you as a prophet. Jehu will put to death any who escape the sword of Jael, and Elisha will put to death any of those who escape the sword of Jehu. Yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel. All of those who knees have been bowed down to Baal. But with those words in his mouth, he had not kissed him. This is the word of the Lord this morning. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, God. to God. Hallelujah. All right. Again, using the uh, the tool that uh, is, is increasingly common here, and that is Scripture and message, obedience, repentance, and prayer, of course. But what words or phrases or observations in this passage stand out to you? That's the, that's the first uh, entry point into hearing God's voice, is to let the, the Scripture speak to you uh, in terms of, of uh, the message and, and its wording and the way in which it's communicated to us. And so uh, I, uh, I took a little bit of time to work my way through here. And some of the, the things that uh, certainly grabbed my attention uh, were these little phrases. 
the word of the Lord came to him, that is Elijah, uh, in verse 9. And then uh, in verse 10, the little phrase, I am the only one left. Hmm. And that particular scripture comes up again in verse 14. I am the only one left. So that, that caught my attention uh, because it was there twice. And then, of course, the, uh, the little phrase, and, and we'll unpack that a little more this morning, is the whole idea of a gentle whisper. And so uh, those, are, those are some of the, the words that uh, certainly caught my attention. And the last little phrase, verse 18, there are 7,000 in Israel who have not bowed their knee to Baal. So uh, that, that's kind of the grand finale. So those are just some of the words, uh, phrases that, that got my attention. And uh, pastors, uh, what are some that grabbed your attention? We need to try to get in before him, you know, because he just <laughs> rolls in so effortlessly, Then, but then he, he has all the good thoughts. Ah. Please, Pastor yeah, Nadine. Yeah, well, forget that. You might as well just forget it and go on. <laughs> Verses 10 and 14, there was a little phrase for me. It said, what are you doing here? And uh, that came up twice in that. And he gave the same answer. And as we get into the message part of it, I'll explain why that sort of caught my attention. But just what are you doing here? Then verse 11, it said, go out and stand at attention before God. And that means for me, again, we'll go into the message, but those stood out for me. And then, of course, verse 13, when it said a small, still voice. Mm-hmm. And f- in terms of what jumped out at me, the, uh, this might seem simple, but and it, and it is. Th- these little phrases, the Lord came to him, the Lord said, um, and... and uh, the voice, then a voice said to him and, and, and the Lord said to him, and just through this, there's this conversation that's taking place and it might seem simple, but to me, I saw that and I'm like, th- th- God speaks. It's mm-hmm. right there in black and white on my Bible. God speaks to us. Sometimes, no, I don't want to get in the message. <laughs> it's hard not to. I know. It? I know. We're all trained to have a great thought and then <laughs> expound on it. Um, <laughs> And, and the part that jumped out to me, Pastor, that I was glad it jumped out to you and that you mentioned it, yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel. And I thought that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's, that is absolutely huge. But I digress. So, Pastor Bradley, what does this tell us about the nature and the work of God? Oh, let me tell you. So yes. we have a God that is active in, 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 our, in our lives, that he speaks to the individual that he cares about me, my circumstances, what's going on, and he speaks to me, and and he has a plan. I see a God that te- that directs Elijah here, and and tells him what to do so that he can hear him better and have a better conversation, and and so to me, I see a God that that is invested in me, that wants to talk with me, and not just me, but with with others as well, with everyone, fr- you know, frankly. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Pastor Nadine, uh, what does this tell you about the nature and the work of God? Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, sure. Of course. Um, that he's all powerful, that God is the God, almighty God. He can control the wind, the fire, the earthquake, 
but he can even still come in a small, still voice mm-hmm. and still be the same. And he can be that all powerful, but he can also be the quiet God too. And that shows me that because of his nature that way, we have to listen and watch for everything. And then I also looked in and I thought, he's a patient God. He was a patient with Elijah in that, as he kept saying, why are you here? So he's patient with us. Mm-hmm. That's another nature thing I saw about him. Okay. Well, obviously the two of you stole all my thunder on that <laughs> one. And I would just agree with both of you. Uh, we, <laughs> yes. Yes, there there was your one opportunity to... uh, Thank you, Pastor. ...to get ahead of the process. The other little thing that I I did notice here about the nature and work of God is that that God is specific. Mm. He's not just... He doesn't work in generalities. But, you know, he said to Elijah, you know, uh, uh, go and and stand on the mountain in my presence. Mm -hmm. Like it it was specific to, to the moment. And, and I believe God, God wants to continue to show us the next step mm-hmm. uh, along the way. Mm-hmm. So, so I would add that to certainly the, the conversation. But Pastor, and of course, um, go ahead. Well, no, to, to your point, if you go down into verse, you know, verse 15 and following, he gives Elijah very specific instructions mm-hmm. and names, names, anoint this person, do this mm-hmm. with this person, go there with that person. It's like, mm-hmm. you're right. It wasn't a general, just... Head west, you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he has he has a plan, and and he wants to relate that and communicate that to us. Anyway, I thought that was I thought you made a good point. Okay, is there a scripture that we could begin to memorize here? And um, uh, certainly, probably verse twelve might be a good one for you to choose. Uh, after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. Mm-hmm. So if you know if you're looking to just underline a verse and just put that into your heart and your mind and your spirit this week, um, uh, a great reminder. After the fire came a gentle whisper. Mm. The message part, of course, is what what is the Lord um, saying to me in this particular reading? And is there for me today a word of correction, a word of guidance, of encouragement, a wisdom or a promise, and maybe even a question for God? Uh, and so as, I, as I'm exploring this today, you know, I'm saying, what's the Lord saying to me? And here, here is as plainly as I can put it today. I believe the Lord is saying, David, Be careful not to become so preoccupied with your own spirituality and judge that against other people. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Don't don't be so preoccupied with being the spiritual person that I've isolated others or assumed that I'm the only one hearing from God and serving God. And so... uh, you know, uh, you know, Elijah says, I'm the only one here, you know, and I can relate to that. And the Lord's just really just bringing me correction there mm. uh, in terms of uh, that particular um, uh, section. And, and the other thing, of course, is sometimes I have a tendency to look for God in the wrong places when he's right there beside me in the gentle whisper. 
So those are a couple of things I'll just put out there this morning where I sense God has been speaking to my heart and uh, pastors uh, just share with us where the Lord is leading you in this text today. Well, I was saying when I first was reading verses 10 and 14 and God said to him, what are you doing here? He knew exactly (laughs) where he was. He knew exactly why he was there. But I think he wants me to take responsibility in my decisions and where I am. And if you remember the previous to the scripture that we read, he had just defeated all the Baals, uh, gods and stuff from on Mount Carmel. And as we've stood there and looked down into the valley where it happened, it realized that was must have been a triumph for him in a lot of ways. He just had fulfilled what God had asked him to do. And then all of a sudden it just fell back in on him and he ran away in that respect and went into the wilderness Hmm. and God came after him and looked after him and wanted to know why, but he said, you need to take responsibility for your decisions of running. Hmm. And I think he wasn't being forceful with him. He was just being gentle when he finally spoke to him. And when Elijah really faced up to his decision and why he did this, And it shows me when I get tired and when I get discouraged, he comes after me and watches out for me. And then in this process, he sent him down further into Mount Sinai, where was a place of God's presence and a place of renewal for him. And sometimes we have to stop talking and listen. Sometimes God might call me into the desert to sit, to be able to listen to him so that I can reflect and commune with God. And then I can be maybe become better equipped to listen for that small, still voice if I stop the running. And in that, God also said, come out and stand at attention because I'm going to show you Hmm. who I am. Hmm. That's a good word, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. I was, I was starting to wonder because I was looking at what preceded the still small voice and, you know, it was, it was earthquakes and it was wind and it was power and it was and all that. And, and so in my head, I'm like, okay, is that every time that he comes, is, does that precede every time? And then I was, I'm just telling you what my process is right now. And then I was thinking, man, what if, and I'm not saying that it does, but so this is not gospel, that's for sure. But it, all these things put my, I, I looked at, you know, the wind and the, you know, hurricanes and earthquakes are chaotic and, and they're in your face, they're loud and they take your attention. And, and, and yet the voice of God was in the still small voice and a, and a fire comes and it, 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 it just fans out and, and takes over. And I was, I guess I was just thinking because you know, Pastor, you were you were saying earlier we need we need prayer for the next phase, the next steps for for us specifically here, and and I was looking at that, going, man, it, it right now it is so easy to fixate on the noise, on the chaos, on the fire, mm-hmm. on the the just all the stuff that's so in your face up front right now, mm-hmm. and. And in all of that, we are trying so desperately to hear the still small voice of God. And it's just put in, for me, it's put into mind 
and Pastor Nadine, you said it well, if he needs to take me to the desert so I can hear the still small voice, then that's what needs to happen. And I'm, I'm kind of asking him, Lord, where do you want me to stand right now? Mm-hmm. Call me to the place that I need to stand so that we can get through the wind and the storms and the, all that. And then I can hear your still small voice as you give direction. You know, for me personally, for ministry, you know, for everything. And so to me, that's kind of, that's the, that's what I'm sensing the Lord speaking to me about right now is um, that he is, he's still speaking and I need to be standing where he tells me to be and be listening. Mm. Which brings place, I find that it's that place of renewal, mm. like to Mount Sinai, the things, and, and you look into the things that took him 40 days to get from where the desert down through the desert to be that renewal. Yeah. It wasn't just a next door. It was a place of procedure and, and yeah, it was a tracking, journey and a process. just listening. Yeah. Yep. One of the, one of the beautiful things about this little tool is that it is integrated in terms of uh, discovery and application to life. We've, we've been sharing some of the things that God's been speaking to us about this morning, but then the next question, what am I going to do about it? Mm. And that's obedience. And in the SMORP tool, it says to write down one step of obedience you need to take today or this week based on what God is speaking to you in the moment. And, and uh, just to pick right up on where you left off, Pastor Bradley, uh, for me, uh, the Lord is saying, uh, stand in my presence mm. and listen for my direction of where you should go. And uh, I really believe the Lord uh, is going to give some specific direction, yep. uh, as he did to Elijah for me. Uh, but there's a little phrase in here, and I, I need to kind of pray through this a little bit more. But there was a, some instructions to go back the way you came. Mm. That, that's in there. And I, I'm not sure what all that means yet, uh, but I'm going to explore that a little bit more. But it, it's to go and stand in his presence and listen for his next steps mm. and not look for it in the chaos, but in the quietness of my heart before him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said that very well for me. Uh, it did. That was how I guess I, I realized as you were saying how integrated this tool is. I'm like, oh, I went from message right into obedience <laughs> without even thinking. Right. But it's true. And you summed it up exactly what's on my heart. Yeah. He told Elijah to go out and stand. Mm. It was an action word. It wasn't just to stay in your cave where you're protected and you're maybe safe or under the broom tree that he was under, too. But God said to him, you go out and stand. And I saw for me, it was an action to when I hear his voice to mm. do as he's asked and be that obedience so that I can hear his small, small still voice and that gentle whisper. Absolutely. All right. Let's let's move forward here to the repentance part, which is always the place of transformation. Hmm. It's the place of acknowledging our need of a savior our need to um, follow him, our need to have our lives formed and shaped into his image and into his, his glory. And so as I am writing down confessions that God is really revealing to me in this passage about, you know, turning away from self to him, 
I, I confess this morning and repent of the fact that I can easily get caught in the, what I call the trap of a, my own spiritual pity party. And I come back to the, you know, I'm the only one who's cares about anything and nobody else seems to care about it or be concerned about it. And I can get caught in that trap and in that cycle very, very quickly. And I'm asking the Lord to, to uh, not allow that to, to be my default, but to stand still and to listen to him. And, and when I do that, that's usually when I block out his voice. And so I don't want to hear from him because I'm having my own party and it's, it's inward, it's inward, it's self-centered. And God is asking me to turn away from that to him. So there, there's, there's that transformational moment for me in this passage today. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's along that same line. When you were doing ministry, we become, I've become, I have become weary like Elijah And he had done all the things that God had showed him to do on Mount Carmel. And the the results wasn't what he wanted or thought it should happen after. Um, Because Jezebel came after him. And that's why he ran. And I think sometimes when we get that weariness and we've done all that God has showed us, or I've, for me, and the results aren't what I thought should be. They weren't what I was going to plan, That the results of that. God showed me to do. And then that's where we come into that pity party and that woe is me attitude. And I'm the only one left. And that's when I need to stop and reflect. And questions I had asked myself, God says sometimes to me, do you trust me? Then obey me. Mm. And that's where I think I just need to stop and listen to him say, do you trust me? Now obey me. And listen to what I've got to tell you to move into the next part of your ministry or what you need to do wherever is a mother, grandmother, wife, uh, pastor, uh, is to stop and listen and see what God wants instead of my own thinking. And I would have to agree with what both of you have said and echo that for myself as well. What I would add for my confession is that I would confess that, that I have listened in the wrong places for his voice. Mm. and that's that's all I can say. I have listened in the wrong places. Okay. The last part of uh, this particular tool involves prayer. <clears throat> and spend some time thanking the Lord this morning for all his blessings. Uh, certainly be praying for others as he lays them on your heart and and, it, and it's a good idea from time to time to write out your prayers. Mm-hmm. It's a great exercise. It's a great discipline. Um, and it, it's no less spiritual because you wrote it down. In fact, it's probably more spiritual if it is written down. And so I uh, just want to encourage you to do that. But, but in terms of thankfulness, because that always moves us into God's presence, right? Mm. And that's where we want to be. Yes, sir. And, and this morning, you know, I am so thankful that God comes to me right where I'm at, even if it's in the wilderness, in the cave, in the desert. Uh, he comes to where I'm at and invites me to turn my heart toward where he's going. And so I'm so thankful Mm. that uh, that God does that uh, for me today. Mm. 
I'm thankful that he doesn't give up on us. And he doesn't come with condemnation if we go and have that pity party. And I'm thankful that he just comes to me where I, like you say, where I am, what I need, and the way I need to hear it. And he is going walking with me every day on that and that he will come and he will not condemn me for how my was attitude or what was happening in my life. And he just says, child, let's move on together. Hmm. And I'm thankful for that. For me, I'm very thankful that when I feel alone, I'm not. Hmm. Verse 18, yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel. Elijah felt alone that there was nobody else but him. And the Lord Mm -hmm. said, hold on. I've got 7,000 others that haven't bent the knee, have not worshipped. We're not alone. And and that gives me a lot of hope. Amen. Yeah. What I want to do this morning is uh, leave you with uh, a couple little opportunities to hear God's voice particularly the gentle whisper, the still small voice. That's the most common way in which God speaks. Again, he speaks in so many different ways, but but more often than not, it is in the still small voice. And so uh, just as you have your pen handy, uh, here's a couple of questions that I'm going to share with you and invite you to respond as the week unfolds for us. So, The first question is, is there someone you want me to encourage? Ask the Lord, is there a particular person you want me to encourage this week? And what do you want me to say to them? That's pretty simple. Mm. Uh, And if you will listen, God Mm. will drop a name in your heart and give you a word for them. Or is there someone you want me to do something for this week? Is there an action that I could engage in towards being Christ-like to someone else? Okay, and uh, and what is it you want me to do? Uh, just follow your heart, listen to his voice, and he will show you. Here's something we can all do. Is there someone you want me to pray for this week? And what should I pray for? You know, it's not just God bless everybody. But Lord, uh, you know, this person's on my heart. Show me how to pray for them. And he will write it down. A little more uh, upfront and personal. Uh, Lord, is there something you want me to stop doing in my Mm. life? Oh. Mm. Mm. Good question. Is there something you want me to stop doing in my life and what are the steps I need to stop doing it? And then the flip side of that question is, Lord, is there something that I need to begin to do in my life? Mm. And what's the next step for that? And oftentimes we want to keep adding and adding things, but there is something called blessed subtraction. (laughs) And maybe our lives are so wrapped up in so many things and consumed that the Lord just wants to say to us, uh, David, I want you to stop doing that. I want you to put that on the back burner so that 
something else that I want you to do has opportunity and space to breathe and to live Hmm. and to show my glory and presence. So is there someone you want me to encourage? Is there something you want me to do for someone? Uh, Is there someone to pray for this week? Is there something I need to stop doing? Is there something I need to start doing in my life? You just drop drop those questions uh, on your journal and begin to listen to God and you will hear from him and you will not be disappointed. God bless you as uh, we worship together this morning.
thank you for spending time with us this morning on our podcast. For those who are in close relationship with Christ today, I want to encourage you to keep walking forward in faith and obedience. If you're listening this morning and you're searching for spiritual truth and understanding, keep seeking and searching for Christ is closer than you know. If you're filled with fear and anxiety today, I offer the peace of Christ to you. His promise is that he will not leave you and he will not forsake you. And if you have become distant in your walk with the Lord, he is inviting you to come home. He's waiting for you with open arms. He will meet you where you are. Perhaps you're watching today and you do not know Christ as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that he knows your name. There's no better time than right now to open your heart to him and invite him to be the Lord and the Savior of your life. Call to him and he will answer. Just a, a quick reminder this morning that our contact information is posted online. Feel free to reach out and connect with us. We'd love to pray with you and encourage you and certainly praying God's blessing on you and on those that you love. And now as we come to the end of this podcast, the message from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. God bless you and keep you. God smile on you and gift you. God look you full in the face and make you prosper. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Pastor Bradley, how shall we exit? As gracefully as possible. Thank you, pastors. This has been fantastic time together. And thank you for those that have been watching and commenting as well. We are very glad you're here and uh, look forward to seeing you each week. And don't forget that you'll find us here every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. on Facebook and then at 1 p.m. on YouTube. I know I've said it a lot, but don't forget to click the share button so that you can help us spread the gospel out and click the like button so that you get notified and the subscribe button on YouTube so that you get notified. And subscribe to the podcast audio. Look, we're everywhere. Would you just subscribe, please? No, but really, uh, that would be great. And uh, have a fantastic and blessed day, everyone. And uh, don't forget, if you want any more information on the Sherwood Church of the Nazarene, on our online ministry, and, and all of that, you can head right over to www.nazpeinazpei.com, and you can find out all kinds of information and reach out to us through that website. And so, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, stay holy, stay humble, stay hungry, and stay healthy.